Hello, everyone, and welcome to Optimize Your Life, where we share stories on overcoming lifestyle challenges. My name is Dr. Darsh, and I have an incredible passion for personal development and optimizing lifestyle and mindset. The purpose of this podcast is to help you strategize ways to optimize your life to increase wealth, health, love, and happiness. Now, let's get started. Let's get started. So I asked all my guests this right, right off the top. Um, who is Ryan Alling at, in, at his core? Um, you know, I, my mission is just to become the best individual I can of my, you know, the best version of myself, yeah, whether it's through fitness, personal development, my career. That's really what I'm, I'm trying to do through all this stuff, you know, because I think you, you really need to have a balanced approach to become the best version of yourself. Uh, like you need, you need to eat good foods. You need to work out. You need to have good psychology. You need to be good with your finances. All, all that stuff goes into play there. And um, a lot of that stuff is just not taught in school. So that's yeah. the reason, you know, it, it's kind of unfortunate that it's not taught in school because most people don't, they don't have the guidance to, that, you know, have someone to tell them they need to work on these things. Right, like meditation right. Meditation, it's, it's, just, it's just amazing, like, how, how much it, it can calm your mind after just a couple of years of doing it. Absolutely. No, I completely agree with you. And it's funny how, you know, like the education system 100% needs to be revamped. I mean, I just read a post earlier today about um, people who are losing their jobs, right? And it's, it's yeah. you go through the education system to learn how to get a job and then you get a job for what? To learn how to make money. But we're in a situation where you can learn to make money without even having that education system, yeah. right? And it's, it's, it's things that aren't taught, really. So yeah. I love that, man. And that is 100% what I see you and, you know, and your core from what I see through Instagram. So awesome. Yeah. So let's back it up now. So let's go from a big picture view. Tell me about your story from childhood to where you are now, kind of how you got to where you are. Okay. So uh, I grew up in San Diego, um, lived with both of my parents. They were together. They were very supportive. And, uh, you know, the main reason I, I got into finance was because my dad was in finance. And from a really young age, he showed my siblings and I, uh, you know, hypotheticals, like say if we had invested a certain amount of money in a, a certain investment when we were, you know, maybe four years old until like a certain time period. And I just, I saw the numbers and it just, it just made sense to me, you know? So I just saw the good that he was providing and he kind of just encouraged me to join the business. And uh, I joined him, uh, went, went to San Francisco State, got a finance degree there. And uh, then I moved back to San Diego, got all my, my securities registrations done. And uh, I, I left, I went to Edward Jones for a little bit just so I could be, go out, you know, on my own to one of the, one of the largest firms in the industry, uh, just to see if I could do it. And I did. And yeah, it was, it was a great, it was a great experience. Yeah. I yeah. learned a lot there. And then now I'm back, um, in Wedbush in San Diego. And, okay. uh, yeah, we just hired my sister's boyfriend. So our team's growing. It's <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah. And I, I see, I see your pictures of San Diego and I'm just like, I think I need to move out of the East coast, man. And like come yeah. over to Cali. You, you got to visit yeah. for sure. But the, I mean, yeah, the, no, I definitely the taxes do. are so rough, so rough here, though. That's the yeah, that's what I've been seeing that everywhere, too. Even I think Ryan Odom put up a post of uh, yeah. how much the taxes it's are. The, it's, the weather, it's the weather tax. <laughs> uh, probably, yeah, honestly, yeah, the weather tax. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So where, and then from your childhood on to where you are now, where did that personal development journey kind of start? Um, it, started, it started in college, mostly. So I was doing... Um, I was doing network marketing while I was in college, and they had, they had me read 
Think and Grow Rich and Rich Dad Poor Dad. And I yeah. read those two books. And then as soon as I read those two books, I just became addicted to it. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was just reading like, in college, I'd read like a book every two weeks, which was crazy because I, I, I mean, with all the other books I had to read in school, then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's funny how we don't get introduced to these books earlier on, right? Like even for me, yeah. I think I started around after college when I graduated, where I read How to yeah. Be President Influence People and I read Start With Why, and that yeah. led me on my journey. But yeah. like, if we could just introduce these books, you know, to elementary school, uh, middle yeah. school, high schoolers, man, the way people's growth mindset could just take off, um, I think would be amazing. But that's definitely something that we need to change the culture of people, right? You go through yeah. middle school, high school, you think readings for losers. Um, there's just no reading culture. So that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so you started around then. Um, and I know a bulk of our discussion is going to be about routines, like we said. So take me through what are your what are your daily routines, morning, night, whatever? Yeah. Okay. So daily routine, uh, I've experimented a lot with wake up time from like anywhere from like four to like 7am. And I, I found 6am is the best for me. Cause I want to keep my sleep pattern as level as possible throughout the week. Um, so I'll wake up. Uh, I actually just quit drinking coffee this week, so I'll have some tea. And then as soon as I finish my tea, I'll meditate for 20 minutes. And then I'll either do a little fasting cardio or some yoga and some stretching. And uh, then I'll, I'll get ready for work. So, I mean, sometimes I'll lift, but I, I, like to, I like to do, like, the lifting later in the evening when I have more time and uh, when I have more energy available as well because I've had a lot more meals later in the day. So, um, yeah, the nightly routine, I, I, that's really important too. Um, I start winding down probably around 6 or so. Uh, you know, I, I get home and I'll, I'll read. Sometimes I'll watch a documentary if I'm bored of reading. And <laughs> I try to get to bed early on weeknights, probably like 10, 10 to 11 or yeah. earlier if possible. Yeah, I've been, yeah. Re I've been reading the, the Why We Sleep book in that book. Oh, yeah, it's Matthew Walker, yeah. That book has been blowing my mind. It absolutely I decided, I decided to quit coffee. Yeah. I decided to quit coffee uh, midway through the introduction. That's what made me decide to quit coffee. And it's been a week and I, f I feel amazing. It's just like, my energy is just like a, you know, it's just a smaller wavelength. It's not like a huge yeah. spike and crash. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a long time coming, but it's great. Yeah, that, that's funny. Cause I was going to ask you, I was like, you, 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 you kind of quit coffee for now and now you're doing tea. And I was going to ask yeah. you like, you're not a medical doctor, you're not a medical physician. How'd you kind of learn about, cause I'm very big on preaching people not to have coffee first thing in the morning because yeah. cortisol levels are so high already that you yeah. kind of need to wait till it dips around 11, 12 p.m., mm -hmm. then have that cup of coffee and et cetera. So it's just like you just make a great point in you're, you're in the finance industry, but you're taking the time to read something healthcare-related like sleep because you understand the importance of optimizing yeah. sleep and how that's mm -hmm. going to affect your day-to-day. -day. And yeah. when you read these books, you start to see how everything's connected, right? So take me kind of through your favorite books and like, why, why, why do you love reading? You said you started with um, Think and Grow Rich and yeah. uh, Rich Dad yeah. Poor Dad. Yeah. What think, else think did you kind of take those, those, are two, those are two really good ones. Uh, think and Grow Rich is it's mostly on, on manifesting, uh, you know, manifesting what you want in life through, you know, through, through positivity kind of. And uh, auto-suggestion is what he calls it in yeah. the book. Um, but yeah, that one's great. Uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad is great. I think the psychology of selling is really good. Um, 
pulling your own strings by Wayne Dwyer. That was that, that's one of the one of the best for you know just especially in an environment how we kind of you know we have a very hostile environment going on in the world right now. Sure. And uh, it's you know just for, not like putting too much stress on things that are out of your control, like the weather, you know, other other types of things. So that one was really good. My dad recommended that one when I was I was going through college and I was I was just really stressed going through college. Yeah, it's just it's college just really it puts you know obviously a lot more more so than I do probably, but it's just it just yeah, puts yeah. so much stress on your system. <laughs> it, it really is, and I mean college is a whole different ball game, you know, coming out of high school. Like I didn't do that well in undergrad as much as I, as I should have and I was supposed to. Um, yeah. But I completely agree with you in that in terms of stress. And I wish I started reading these books in college, man. It would have totally changed my mindset. Um, but the last book you said was it was called Pull Your Own Strings? Yeah, yeah. Pulling Your Own Strings. Pulling Your Own Strings. Okay, I'm yeah. writing this. I haven't read it yet. Yeah. So definitely yeah, I'm and adding I can, it to I the can, uh, I, I, can, I have a big list of them, too, that I can, I can provide you. I, have a, I got a ton of them. But, yeah, yes. this is just a little, got a little library right here. And then nice. uh, mo most of them are at my parents' house because that's where uh, my bookshelf is. But uh, yeah, yeah. So I just got the ones that I'm gonna read. All, all the ones I've already read are at my parents in storage. Awesome. So, yeah, I'm on a I'm on Atomic Habits right now. So I saw you oh, read that, yeah, that, that twice. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. So I'm like a quarter of the way through that. I'm like, you know, everything I've already thought of is kind of in that book. But it's so great mm -hmm. to like just reinforce it and be like, okay, so there yeah. is scientific backing towards habits and habit tracking, etc. Um, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Um, okay. So that kind of, we just talked about books. Let's go into meditation. So I know you recently hit 5,000 minutes um, recently, which yeah. is a huge milestone. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of meditating. So tell me how you got into meditation. Have you explored different types and what has it really done overall to you? Yeah, so I got I got into meditation. It's actually it's really weird. The way I got into meditation and yoga is kind of similar. So for meditation, um, I, I took a really bad spill on my dirt bike in the desert, and I, I tore my ACL, MCL, and fractured my femur, and uh, so I wasn't able to do to work out at all. And working out had always been my outlet. So I was just you know I was just stressed, depressed, sitting on the couch. And I, I just had to look for something else. So that's when I, I, I literally just went to YouTube and I started doing guided meditations every day. Um, and then I, I got Headspace and now I've been using Headspace for the last two years. And that was, that was January 2018. So yeah, it's been over two years now. So I, I've been doing it pretty much every day. I mean, every once in a while I'll miss a day, but it's, sure. just, it's amazing. It's just, it's amazing. Like how much calmer you are. And then you, it just, it teaches you to step back and uh, just look at your thoughts from a third-person perspective, and that's just so that's so important because we all we all get inside our own head. Everyone does. <laughs> it's human nature. It's we're 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 hardwired to be self-conscious because we weren't the apex predators. So we, you know we had to be be aware of the area to look out for the predators who would eat us. So it's you know people have to understand these things. It's, the physiology of what we are that's why we're hardwired that way so. yeah completely agree man and like same for me so i always was just so fascinated by the subconscious mind and just like what else is out there right so i've always my former instagram was called balcony thoughts and i always thought going out of the balcony at nighttime and just staring at the stars and the horizon you start to just think like what like who are we what are human beings where are we from yeah. right all these kind yeah. of um, thoughts come in and when you meditate you're really like trying to open up that third eye almost right and just search the darkness, that calm, quiet place. And 
it just does wonders. I mean, my alertness is going up for sure. Um, and just that it, it, it's an, it's an addicting feeling once you, once you really yeah. hit that peak of meditation. Um, awesome. So it, that's, takes, that's, that's, it takes a while too. It takes a while for sure. Yeah. I think, yeah, the subconscious is, I, I, I could, I, I could give you a good list of books on the subconscious for sure. Yeah, please. Like three, like three years ago, I really, that was like my main focus. So I could, yeah, I, I, it's hard off the top of my head because I've read so many. Yeah. But, <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, I, so I love I, to hear them, yeah. Subconscious is so it's, ama it's amazing, like, what you can do when you, you know, when you channel yeah, subconscious. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. And it's funny because a lot of people ask me, Darcy, like, how do you meditate? How do you get into it? I can't seem to focus. And like you said, it's a, it takes time, right? Like, nothing is done. You don't build Rome in a, in yeah. a day. You can't build your meditation yeah. practice in a day. You're going to have terrible days where you have anxiety. You can't, you know, think you got the monkey mind. There's some days where you're just in the zen. But over time, you really start to look at how it impacts your day to day and look back, right? It's all about looking back and saying, whoa, I came from there to here. Like, it's about the journey. Yeah. So that's why I tell people, like, just start five, 10 minutes, whatever. Just sit there. It's yeah. about doing nothing. Just sit there and do nothing, and it'll just calm eventually. Yeah. So. Just focus on the breath. And what, what helped me in the beginning, too, was just picturing the area that I was in, you know, like with my mm -hmm. eyes closed and kind of like picturing the room that I was in. That kind of helped me remain present. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. It, it's really amazing. I, yeah. It was, it was hard. It was hard for me at first. Uh, cause I'm, you know, very ADHD, very ADHD. So right. yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a big challenge, but I mean, it's, they're, you, they're starting to use it as a treatment option for ADHD and a lot of other, um, you know, a lot of other types of issues. So it's, oh yeah. I mean, meditation is huge. I'm sure in Cali, I'm sure that's like where it's probably popping off right now. There's probably meditation, not like shops, but places you can go, like yoga, just to meditate. Um, I know yeah. I do one here on the East Coast. I was going for a little bit called Sahadra Yoga, so it was more like chakra-based um, yeah. and just yeah. lining your chakras and stuff. Um, now I'm starting to get a little bit into transcendental, using binaural beats just to get the waves in your brain to a certain frequency. So I'm definitely trying to like experiment and just you know try yeah. to explore your options out there. So cool, yeah, cool. I've never, I've never really experimented with transcendental, but I definitely should. I definitely should. Yeah, like, it's, it's, there, there's a lot of apps out there that you can yeah. use. Um, even Spotify, they have like binaural beats playlists. YouTube has binaural beats playlists. Um, even like mm -hmm. saying mantras or listing the mantras like OM and stuff. And just those frequencies start to just kind of put you in a different space, almost like a sacred space. You feel like you're not really where you are in the moment. You know what I mean? Like almost yeah. like a Buddhist monk or something somewhere else. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So, okay, next topic. I know you're big into this one, fitness. So I know somebody just asked a question actually yeah. about um, having your ACL tear and how did you get back into fitness? How did it feel? Yeah, so that was, I, I got so lucky. So I didn't need, I ended up not needing surgery somehow. <laughs> I just, I was in the boot for like eight months or so. And then, um, yeah, so when you tear your ACL, they have like a little board they strap you down to to see like, you know how much it wobbles and that's that's how they determine whether or not you'll need surgery so i just had a tiny little tear in my acl and um it, and if they did surgery it wouldn't have made it my, my leg any more stable so i didn't need surgery i just slow i just slowly did rehab and uh, a lot of it was focusing on on just building your glutes because a lot of a lot of knee injuries come from having weak glutes um because, I mean, a lot of people don't focus, they don't focus on functional training. You know, you got to do your side lunges and those types of things because that, that, those are really the things where your knees are moving from side to side and you can 
tear the ACL. Very true. The, the, the mechanics of it. Um, so yeah, it was, it was mostly a lot of glute work uh, with bands. You know, you do the clans yeah. and then you go like this with your hips and then in circles. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I, so I, I do. I still do those exercises all the time now. It, yeah. It feels, yeah, my hips feel like 15 years younger. It's like the it's like the rotator cuff of your shoulder. Like you, you gotta. Yeah. We have to work on these small muscles, otherwise we're gonna feel like crap. Yeah, it's so. all about the stability muscle. And just to add on to your point, you think like you know external rotation, internal rotation. As men in the U.S. culture of fitness. We look at those and think, oh, girl, girls do those exercises, right? Like, I'm not going to get a band and yeah. move my leg. I'm not going to sit on the machine that brought the AB duck my knees. Um, but again, like, I, so I ran track in high school, and that's all I would do with those. Because, again, it's about the stability, yeah. especially for a hurdler. When you're in the air and you fall on the ground, you need that power to quickly go. Um, so, yeah, yeah. all the guys here that don't do those exercises, start doing them. Just like Brian said, yeah. I mean, he's, he feels like 15 years younger in his knees and hips. Um, so add those to your squat, right? So add those to your deadlift. Yeah. They'll always help the numbers. Too. Even do even do squats like just light squats with a band wrapped around your, uh, you know, your your lower quads, and then push, you know, push out with your hips as you go down, so you can activate those. Because a lot of people don't. You can activate them when you squat, but it's it's hard if you don't do it properly. Right. You really so need to because yeah, we tend to. Yeah, when we squat, we tend, our knees tend to buckle in, and as much as we can keep them out to come up. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Sweet. So tell me about your fitness journey, though, because I know I've seen pictures of you back in the day, and you, you have quite a transformation. I mean, you're like, you're a built dude now. Um, yeah. And I know you go through bulking, and then you cut. So how do you, how do you prep for all this? Um, so I've, I've been, I, I first started working out like, as a sophomore in high school. So it's been, yeah, it's been probably like 15 years now. I started working out but it's I mean it's it's just it's a process and you have to enjoy the process you're not going to get results overnight it takes a you you have to learn a lot of stuff to get results it's not like you can just go in there starve yourself and you know build lean muscle (laughs) yeah you gotta know and and everyone's different too so like for for a long time I I couldn't get lean eating uh eating carbs at all I would have to do pretty strict a very strict paleo diet with you know maybe only carbs from like nuts and, and fruit post-workout but it's yes yeah, it's, it's really it's it's a hard process but it's, it's something i enjoy I just it's part of just becoming the best version of yourself yeah and, uh, absolutely i mean yeah when you when you, yeah, when you look good I you think, feel good um, what's that I said, when you look good, you feel good. It, it affects all yeah, different parts yeah. of the uh, plan. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. Though. Way better. I mean, when you're when you're walking around with less weight, you just have have more energy. I don't, I don't know if this is right, but I've heard in a pound of fat, there's four miles of veins. Huh? I've, I've actually yeah. heard that. I've yeah, true. yeah, I've heard that. So I mean, just even if it's less than that, that's, your heart is working that much harder for every pound of fat you have, and people just they they don't understand it. Like it's it's bad. And I've, yeah. I mean, I've, I've never really been very overweight. I mean, I have, I've had times where I was when I, sure. you know, when I around my early twenties, once, you know, once my metabolism started slowing oh, down, damn, I, yeah. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't be eating uh, like wings yeah. and fries every day anymore. Right. <laughs> but I think right. once, you, once you get to that age and, um, you, you start putting on weight, um, yeah, you just you don't feel as good. Like I, I can remember my energy levels were way lower back then because I was just, I was just eating crappy food, 
and mm-hmm. it's, 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 a, it's a lot more than just calories in, calories out. Like you, you got to eat solid whole foods. Um, I don't I don't do any dairy. I don't do any gluten. Um, they're highly inflammatory. Uh, I, I do, you know, everything, everything I do is, is pretty much whole foods. I'll do like, yeah. I'll do bone broths, like protein shakes, vegan okay. protein shakes. Um, yeah. So it's, everything is very, very regimented. I mean, obviously everyone has their sheet days. You need them. Otherwise you go crazy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Just, once you, once you get that feeling that you get from having good nutrition, you, you never want to go back to the way you used to feel. And that's the problem. Most people don't know how good they can feel because, I mean, in America, there's fast food restaurants everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's called a sad (laughs) diet, right? The standard American diet. Sad diet. Yeah. We have the worst worst diet and worst health in the world. It's It's terrible. Yeah. (laughs) It's really bad. And, uh, I mean, part of it is it's just so – it's very cheap. It's very cheap to to go to McDonald's. Like, you can – can buy yeah. with the cheeseburgers like a dollar <laughs> and they're really good it's, it's so bad right and that's why people go for it i mean you think you're saving money but yeah. in the end are you really saving money when you're going to have that heart attack or diabetes yeah. or a cholesterol issue and you're on medication and you know for me being a doctor going to the hospital and seeing so many people come in as like 65 years old having like eight more than five to six medications that up to eight i've seen somebody with almost 20 with mental health issues and everything i'm just like like i don't i don't know how you do that on daily like yeah. You need more. You need more regimen to take those medications than just to live well and plan out your meals. Yeah, man. And then I think you nailed it when you said calories in, calories out. It's more than that, right? And like, yeah. it, it makes my blood boil when people literally just say, "Oh, well, I can just do calories in versus calories out." And it's like, it, it, it's 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 really more than that because your body yeah. will use carbs and fats and alcohol, whatever, any macronutrient, it'll use it differently um, based off your body type, etc. And like, what you're doing is at morning, is at night. And people need to get out of that um, mindset of just calories in, calories out, and really just focus on eating healthy. And if you can stick yeah. to that, guaranteed over a long period of time, it's going to work out in the end. Yeah, and it's and it, the thing is, it's it's actually a lot easier than people think. Like, you can go to a restaurant, you can order a salad, you can have them put, you know, take take the inflammatory ingredients off, put extra good ingredients in, just just a couple adjustments, and pretty much every restaurant is willing to make those type of adjustments now. Especially yeah. because there's so much more information on um, on food allergies and nutrition is becoming available, and a lot of new research is coming out. So, you know, the public's yeah. opinion is changing, and restaurants need to adjust if they want to stay in business. You know, they got to please the customer at the end of the day. Comple- yeah, completely agree. I mean, we're seeing keto like reducing inflammation now. We've learned, like, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know this, but peanuts are actually not nuts. They're actually legumes. Yeah, and they call they're them legumes. Yeah. Like, it's absolutely yeah. like insane. Like, I it's know. called pea legumes. You know, like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so diet, a key role, obviously. Um, do you do any type of fasting? Do you like mix up your diet at all? Or? It, oh yeah, I, I mix it up a lot. Right now, I'm doing uh, like a, probably three, three to four hour fast in the morning because I'm cutting right now. Okay. Uh, so it's not the, the full, you know, the traditional intermittent fasting, but mm-hmm. it's uh, it, it's working. You know, I will do I'll do a fast and then I'll do very slow paced cardio um, or stretch first thing in the morning, and it's just, yeah, just I, I feel just just walking and doing that fasted cardio in the morning really helps. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So some of the supplements I take, uh, Yo Mind, 
that, that helps, you know, bur- torch certain areas of fat. The okay. fat has two, two different types of receptors. So, the, you know, the, I, I forget whether it's alpha or beta receptor, but, okay. you know, the ones on your stomach and lower back are a lot harder to burn, and that specifically right. targets those uh, fat receptors. So, I take, okay. yeah, I take that, L-carnitine, and the forskolin. It helps, it helps with, uh, with, with the fast a lot. Yeah. So someone's struggling That's with metabolism, right? Yeah. So, if anyone's struggling to fast, I, I highly recommend taking that. It's just easy gotcha. it really helps with the food cravings when you're fasting sure i'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look into that i'm uh i'm currently in the midst of a 48 hour fast right now so oh really in about wow. an hour i'll complete day one and then i have a whole other day to go and uh me and my fiance just went out like on restaurant row in harrisburg here and she's like enjoying a margarita and i'm like and fries and i'm just like oh this is so tempting but i gotta hold <laughs> off right so like it's the biggest thing about diet and fitness is that it teaches you discipline Right. So, yeah. I mean, I think oh, yeah. you, you really cultivate your mind and you start to understand like, hey, I'm yeah, there's gonna be days where I mess up. Right. But it just teaches you more about life and what you're actually capable of. Um, mm-hmm. So for people who are out there that don't even want like that, don't need to lose weight, maybe just try fasting for your mindset, like discipline. Yeah. Um, and we'll see if you can push yourself and test it. Obviously, talk to your doctor before you um, guys, if you guys are starting on that journey. But um, yeah, awesome. I mean, awesome. It's good for it's good for anti-aging, too. It's really good. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah talking about all the factors. There's a lot of a lot of benefits other than weight loss. Exactly. And for everyone listening, if this is on the podcast or here on Instagram, again, Ryan's trade is not medicine or even you're not he's not fitness by trade, but he has so much understanding because he's willing to research and look, right? Just by the way he talks, it almost seems like you were born for this, right? Yeah. But I, I want people to understand that you take the time to research, you take the time to understand. And in order to build a habit or really get into something and make it part of your lifestyle, you have to make it part of your identity, right? And that's kind of what that's you're doing. You're, 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 you're a so-called researcher, even though you're really not, but you, yeah. you act as a researcher and you act as a person who are these different types of things. And that makes it, I think, more fun and enjoyable. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think, I think it really helps you to optimize. So it sounds like you're really in tune with your body now. Is that, you oh, know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I mean, you know, like when... it takes it takes a while to to, to learn because everyone's body's different. You can't just you, you have to learn through experimentation. You can't like it, yeah, you can read. I've read tons of books on nutrition and working out, but um, so my my life really changed in my in my early twenties. I found out I had a ton of food allergies, so um, I went to a naturopathic doctor and he did all these tests on me. And uh, found out I was allergic to the most you know, most random things ever, <laughs> like yeah. watermelon, gluten, uh, so- all, soy, all this stuff. Um, and it was it was you know it was causing me to have like inflammation on my face, like dermatitis and yeah. rashes and stuff. And uh, I was always sick, so I was destroying my my own system just because I wasn't eating foods that. <laughs> that went well with my body. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so that, that honestly, that's, that was one of the biggest changes in my life once I saw him. Uh, yeah, doctor, I still go to him every day, or, you know, every, um, every six months for blood work. So it's okay. been, yeah, it's been about 10 years doing that. And, yeah, I think, I mean, you, you got to use the resources around you. Like these, there's, there's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's absolutely incredible, man. And like, that's eventually, I, I want to be a functional medicine practitioner so I can do mm-hmm. these things. Have you ever done a stool test? Like, have you ever gotten a profile of your gut bacteria? Uh, I probably have, yeah, yeah, because I was my, 
So I was really close to having celiac disease. I was like just barely off. Uh, okay. I may have it now because sometimes if I have a little bit of gluten, it really it really destroys me. I, I don't want to I don't want to yeah. give the exact symptoms <laughs> to gross people out. <laughs> yeah. So it's um, yeah. So I was, I was taking this this one supplement. It's called GI Repair, and it has uh, I forget exactly what it had. It had like glutamine, uh, probiotics, and a bunch of other yeah. things. Yeah. The really in there by the chance. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's okay. a good, you know, just a little scoop. I, and you do it every day for 30 days and it just restores the gut wall. Cause I, I had leaky gut. So that was, right. that was one of the things leaky gut is just, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people probably have it and they don't know. It oh causes, yeah. It causes so many health issues. No one knows. Oh, yeah. So many, so many people don't no know. Gut health. And it's, it, it astounds exactly. me. <laughs> It's yeah, so and for those listening, if you're wondering what leaky gut actually is, it's when you basically you're taking in certain foods and your the the vessels or the the permeability in your intestines and your stomach loosen up, and that allows these antigens because you're allergic to them or they cause inflammation to leak out of your gut, and that's going to cause an immune response. So that's what Ryan's referring to. And then once he got those allergies taken care of, uh, he's eating the right foods, decreased inflammation, that gut can start to re- like re- repair itself. Um, and that's where you start to see the optimization kind of come in, the more energy, the more liveliness, the better sleep, everything starts to take an effect. And so that's why I asked if you got a, uh, a stool test, because about 80% of our immune system is actually in, in our gut, and people don't know that. So yeah. for people who like to take a lot of supplements or they eat a lot of healthy food and you're spending a lot of money, I recommend go get your gut checked first, because you might just be making incredibly expensive poop if your gut can't absorb any of those things. So Definitely get your gut checked. See if you have a good profile of bacteria. If you do, you're safe. If you don't, a functional medicine doctor or naturopathic doctor can definitely put you on a regimen to clear that bacteria up. Um, And the results are astounding. I mean, people will definitely, definitely see the benefits of that. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, man. So then last topic here about your routine optimizing. I want to talk about money and finances because you're you're the guru here. Yeah. What do you recommend people in their 20s, right? So people are coming out with college debt, med school debt, um, whatever it is, right? Money is something we're not taught in, 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 the, in the education system. So what, yeah. what do you have to offer to people? What do you, what do you tell people to do? Um, you know, it, it really depends. For most people, I, I tell them to not try to day trade and just, you know, it's better to be more conservative and, and it's just, not only will you make more money over the long run, you're, you're not going to have as much stress. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of stress goes into <clears throat> trying to pick individual securities. And it's, it's, it's very risky. Like if you go back to 2008, uh, WAMU was, was one of the top banks in the country. It went to zero. You know, none of, <laughs> all the WAMU employees thought that that company would never go to zero. And, uh, you know, I knew one of my dad's a uh, good friend's brother was an upper-level manager there. His whole 401k was in Wamu stock, 500000 to zero. So literally any, any company can go to zero. That's the thing. You know, you, you got to be diversified, and it's better to be more conservative than, than less conservative. Um, and, if, and, if you know, it's, especially for people in very demanding careers, because uh, it takes a lot. you got to know a lot of stuff. You know, you know, you're not just going out and saying, oh, airline stocks tank. I'm just going to buy some. You're, you're looking for undervalued companies 
that are undervalued by the market. That's that's mm -hmm. you know that's really the school of thought of Warren Buffett's investing strategy, which is value yeah. investing. And right. uh, yeah, great book on that is The Intelligent Investor by Dan yeah. Graham. It's very it's very long. <laughs> like this thick. Uh, yeah, his. <laughs> One, Actually, of his, one of his mutual funds averaged, I think it was around 20% a year for the, for the lifetime of the fund. No one has ever got anywhere near that. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, it's just crazy. He was Buffett's mentor and he's the, the father of value investing. Yeah. Right. I think I saw one of your posts, you know, about the uh, unemployment rate actually being lower or the job uh, what the number of jobs actually like went up and you were like, if the experts can't even like predict this, like what makes you think that yeah. you can go yeah, in and exactly <laughs> dominate, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, yes. I mean, if, if, if institutional investors can't get it right every time, there's no way individual investors are going to, Absolutely. you know, you see, you, yeah. but you see it in the media, like Bill Ackman, you know, the hedge fund, big hedge mm -hmm. fund manager, uh, he shorted the market maybe in November because he, heard about the, the virus and yeah he made he made billions doing that but he's one person in the world there's seven exactly. million people in the world you know exactly and this media is just like oh let's bring this person on we'll get more viewers yeah. etc so it's just yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's like, like false hope for the for the small really and then uh another thing is you you got to be careful like who you get information from because anyone can you know put a trading video up on on youtube and um, you know, I've I've seen friends who have bought trading programs lose ten thousand dollars shorting shorting stocks, <laughs> micro caps in particular. It is just yeah. way too much risk, you know. <laughs> yeah, so it's, yeah, the risk is yeah, and the same. And like, I just finished reading "I Will Teach You to Be Rich" by Ramit Sethi, and I did like one of the most practical books I've read, just about like yeah, how to keep a budget, how to make money, how to be safe with it. And just like making the right yeah. calls, but still living your life at the same time, like not yeah. being a penny pincher everywhere, but understanding, hey, I can spend here and I can spend here, have to save here, and then just ways about going about it. So uh, for those of you guys who just interested, really like, yeah, just yeah, really he talks, trying to be he talks about he talks about the diversification too. You know, yeah, <laughs> he talks a lot about that. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So yeah, so I mean, I think we covered all that. Now I really want to go into your journey in terms of your obstacles. So I know you said fitness wise, you know, ACL, that was a big thing and led you towards that. What other obstacles did you really, you know, go through your down moments and how'd you kind of pick back up from that? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I really struggled in school. School's a hard time for me. Um, you know, high school as well as, you know, elementary and, um, college. So I, you know, I, I mentioned the ADHD. Um, I, I may also have dyslexia. My grand, my grandfather had it. Uh, and I had to go to a special school for a little bit to, to learn how to read. Okay. So, yeah, I was very behind, but which is which is ironic because now I read so much. Right. It just it just shows you if you you put your mind to something, you can easily accomplish it, no matter what it is. So yeah, school school was really hard. Um, college, I mean, the finance degree was not easy whatsoever. But um, I just kept persevering <laughs> yeah just keep pushing keep learning like yeah. so I'm, were, were you insecure then like a lot of your life growing up i mean being around other students your friends knowing that you had this adhd or dyslexia possibly right that would get labeled yeah. um mm -hmm. yeah i'm sure i'm sure that was like you know kind of affected you yeah i don't know yeah man yeah so like hope the audience if you're listening to this i mean you just heard the first half of this thing like ryan just talking about all this stuff you would never have thought 
that he would have to go to a special school or have, might have had dyslexia or ADHD. So again, perseverance is the answer, right? It to is, getting ahead and, and pushing through. Um, it reminds you gotta me of, read, uh, you gotta Lewis. read Grit by Angela. Oh, Angela Duckworth, yeah. 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 I haven't read it yet, I haven't read it, yeah. but okay. <laughs> I'll put that in. Yeah. Man, I love this, I love how like you just say it, I'm like, yep, we got this. So I know, yeah. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. So cool, just wrote it down, Grit. Okay, cool. Yeah, and that, your, your story kind of reminds me of Lewis House, who started the uh, School of Greatness podcast, yeah. right? So he, he had dyslexia his whole life growing up, yeah. um, went broke, was living on his sister's couch. He was, like, playing, like, not a, or maybe arena football for a little bit, um, trying to play professional football, and then just, like, eventually just kept persevering, kept going at it, um, and eventually just, like, you know, came out. I think he did LinkedIn courses or something. He was teaching how to build LinkedIn, and now he's got probably the biggest self-help uh, improvement um, podcast out there and same with Tom Bilyeu, uh the founder of Quest and with Impact Theory like overweight his family was overweight and he was just determined to find a solution and so yeah. lost all the weight and now you know he's got Quest protein so yeah I, lo I love this that's, that's, that's great incredible <laughs> yeah really yeah good. both are fantastic so if you guys are looking for uh for a good podcast out there both of those are incredible um cool so what's the biggest lesson that you've learned on this journey um, yeah, that's, a, that's a hard one. <laughs> I, I, think, so many. <laughs> I, I think just, it's mostly just, just giving, not giving up. Like you just, you gotta keep, you gotta persevere, you know, <laughs> you gotta persevere yeah. and, and not get in your own head. Those, I think those are the two most important things to do. Um, and also you gotta, you gotta learn every day. You have to learn. <laughs> I love that. Yep. Learning every day. so much. Literally, so there's so much information out there, um, and it's it's cheap too. You know, like a book is not that expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's really not. And like, yeah, yeah, that's and like, I will never feel guilty about paying for a book. Like that's that's one of my yeah. conscious spending. Right? Is if I'm, if it's towards a personal development, I will spend as much as long as it's because the ROI on that is huge, right? Like you yeah. you invest a little bit in yourself, but in ten years, fifteen years, you never know how that's going to come back and just really help you out. And yeah, I love it, man. There, as my, my father always says, there's no vacation in the school of learning. So you're, you're constantly learning every single day. I was talking to my uh, fiance about this today. So we learned two new things today. We learned about ground fault lines and why they trip in certain, you know, houses or apartments. And then we learned about, have you ever like driven through a valley and you see the uh, like cell phone towers and they have like those basketball looking things? Oh, yeah, wires? yeah. So I always wonder, what was the purpose of that? Was it like for, you know, some signaling? It's actually for airplanes. And when they fly and they're low-flying uh, air riders, uh, to know that there's a wire there so that they don't get tripped up into the wire. Wow. So it's kind of a signal. And I was like, man, learning something new every day, even if, yeah. even if it's something wacky like that, right? So yeah. it's a great conversation starter. Who knows, you know, yeah. in the future. Uh, that's, that's so important because a lot of people – think their education's done when they graduate college and that's not the case yeah, <laughs> that's, supposed to give not, you yeah. a, that's supposed to give you a foundation upon which you need to continue to build on yeah and i think yeah like like i think you nailed it i think most of our learning actually takes place once we're finally in our industry because that's how you mm -hmm. become a master right yeah like, you really you learn, learn by field. you learn by doing <laughs> yeah you learn by doing if you want to be a master you got to go after it learn as much as you can about your craft and then, so there's a book called Mastery by Robert Greene, which a little, maybe a little bit outdated because I think the world is now transforming into less of specializations, but more, if you want to become a master, you have to be a master of different things and then learn how to combine them. Um, so I think that's like, you know, that, that's, my, that's where my mind goes in terms of learning. I'm yeah. trying to learn about finance, fitness, mm -hmm. science, um, 
whatever it is, you know, about the, about the world and kind of combine them. Cool. All right, yeah. next question here. What is next for Ryan? Where will you be five to 10 years? What will you be doing? Um, you know, I'm just, I'm going to continue to, to build the, you know, the, the family wealth management practice. And then I, you know, I also want to get into some, something like this, like a, a personal development type, um, you know, like YouTube or podcast, you know, I, I really, cause I want to share these things, you know, I, I already talked to you, talked to you about yeah. how you want. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'm in the process of, of moving. So once I, once I move into the, the new, the new, uh, place, move in with one of my buddies he's a he's a big real estate guy he's really yeah he's a super charismatic guy so it's going to be you know, it's a three room and then we're turning the other room into an office and like filming room so nice uh, so yeah we're going to get the ball rolling on that and um, that's awesome man. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited <laughs> i'm excited yeah, that's, that's going to be solid man i mean you got you got a great following already and you're diverse you're talking about a lot of bunch of different things here so i mean yeah, that's that's going to blow up just it's going to blow up uh, as well so definitely looking yeah, forward to you. that. Absolutely. Cool, man. La last question here before we can uh, answer some of the audience questions. If anyone has them, throw them in. What advice do you have for everyone who watches this right now? There's one, one thing that you can leave behind right now, uh, whether it's during this quarantine or just later on in life. What's that one piece of advice? Okay. Um, I think you, you need, people need to understand the difference between the breadth of, of knowledge and depth of knowledge. So you want to have a wide breadth of topics, but you also want, in certain topics, you're going to need to know a lot of depth. Like for you, that's going to be medicine. Obviously yeah. for me, that's finance. But you need to know, you need to know about a lot of different things so you don't get screwed over by someone. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of ways you can get screwed over, unfortunately. So you, you, got, you have to have an understanding of these things. Obviously, you know, psychology, fitness, like you need those things to, to be a healthy individual and, and reach your potential. So I think people need to figure out, you know, the basic uh, breadth of what they want to know. And then they need to become a master in their one area for sure. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's, that's a new one. I've actually never heard anyone uh, say that piece of advice, but I love that. It's so true. Yeah. You know, and it kind of comes down to the mastery. Like you need to know a lot about but you you can know a little about a lot but you need to know a lot about one thing at least and that's yeah. what you're going to be an industry and like your industry leader nice yeah cool. exactly you need to know about finance you know <laughs> and yeah. you yeah. the right books absolutely so i mean everyone, we don't need everyone needs to know these things you know because there's a lot of unfortunately there's a lot of financial products that aren't good that people are yeah. trying to sell so you gotta be careful you right be very careful <laughs> yeah and like for me going through medical school never learned once about like how to open up a practice, never learned about like hospital administration, never learned about insurance companies. Like these are things where you kind of go out and you gotta learn on your own. Um, yeah. And if you don't, you're gonna yeah. get screwed over. If you don't know how to build a practice, but you just kind of start, you're gonna, you know, fall where you don't really need to fall. And you could have avoided that pothole if you looked ahead, you know? Um, yeah, completely agree with that. Awesome, man. Any other, um, any other words of advice, anything else, last few words you wanna bring in here before we, uh, Ask the audience if they have any questions. Yeah, just just eat healthy, work out, and meditate. No matter what, no matter what field you're in, you, you got to work on your psychology, your nutrition, and your fitness. Those those are the, the three things everyone needs to work on. For sure, hundred percent agree, man. Hundred percent agree. Yeah. All righty. Does anyone have any questions? Go ahead and throw in the comment box. Um, we're here to answer whatever you want to ask. It can be about anything. So.
Let's see. I'm trying to go back and see, but I don't think there are any. You're so cute. I'm pretty sure they're talking about you. <laughs> All right. Well, there's only four people on here right now, but I mean, we can we can, we can see. Yeah. I'm scrolling up. I don't think there's any any questions. Oh yeah, it's a lot of injuries. Mostly mostly the injuries. <laughs> I was doing yeah. the fitness stuff after the injuries. And it feels great. It makes you be thankful for your ability to walk and do simple things like that. You know, you can't take those things for granted because they can be taken from you at any time. Literally at any time. <laughs> like I got, in a, I got in a pretty bad car accident at the beginning of this year. Totaled my car. And I've never been in a bad car accident, but you know, like, at any moment it can end like that. We have to be thankful. Remember that. We have to be, you know, we have to express gratitude every day yeah. because we're, yeah. we're we're so lucky to be <laughs> to be, I mean, just alive. Hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, power of now, right? Eckhart Tolle. I think you read that. You read that yeah. book, right? Yeah. Just like awesome. trying to be in the present moment as much as possible, and just like you know, I had that almost epiphany. Like I listened to um, Naval Ravikant, um, who talks about just like all this life advice, and he always says like, you know. What, what, what are we trying to prove in life, right? Our main goal is to be content, be happy. If you can live your day-to-day -day with freedom, awesome. But in 500 years, right, like, who is Darsh going to be? Who is Ryan going to be? Like, think about, like, back in the day, way years ago, we had, like, the Mongols, right? How often do we talk about the Mongols and Genghis Khan? Sure, we know Genghis Khan's name, but do you yeah. think about him on a day-to-day -day basis? Like, so we all we're, feel like we're caught up in this legacy creation um, culture, which is very important, I think, right? To live your day-to-day -day happiness, but it's also just having that understanding of like, listen, we're all gonna die one day. And if you believe in afterlife, you don't, you know, whatever. But like, how does that, how does that thought process affect your day-to-day, -day, right? Like you're, you're gonna die one day, you might as well live it. To, there's, there's no reason to be sad, you know? Yeah, and awareness of mortality is very key. It's because it gives you, it gives you a sense of urgency. Yes. You know, if you're if you're Memento morning, around yeah. not doing anything, it gives you that sense of urgency because it could very well be your last day. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So we got a question here. Fatima says, "Just ordered mindset by Carol Dweck. Good choice. Um, yeah. To read more about the growth mindset. Do you have any opinions on this book, or maybe know a similar book? Yeah. That's that's a great book. I've read that book. Um, that's that's actually that's like a, a personal development staple. That's, <laughs> That's like one yeah. of the best. I think it's sold like six million copies or something. Something <laughs> and, insane, yeah. Yeah, the growth mindset is just you, you just have to have a growth mindset because no one's going to be an expert right off the bat. You you have to you have to go through trial and error to to get better, and that's really what the growth mindset is: is the, just the belief that you can become better at something. Fixed mindset okay. believes you have innate abilities and you can't really improve upon them, which is, I mean. You you could you could eradicate that belief just by by doing cardio for thirty minutes a day and improving your body, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's right. Yeah, absolutely. And just I mean, something it, that simple can just completely make that that uh, whole school of thought just just completely incorrect. <laughs> yeah, right, it's it's incredible. I mean, Carol Dweck is the pioneer, right, of growth mindset, and she's the reason why we're all reading these books, right? After that book came out, more and more books on the topic came out, more successful people realized that takes yeah. a growth mindset yeah. to get to where they are. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, uh, Ryan mentioned grit, 
that's a great book I've heard um, on mindset. I really like yeah, another, 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 another really good one on the subconscious is psycho uh, cybernetics. It's, it's like, it's a, it's an older one. Um, but it, yeah, just go, it just goes into just very, very deep about, um, the subconscious mind and like auto suggestion kind of, uh, wow. okay. and the author, I can't, I can't, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but it's psycho, like, like psychology and then cybernetics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess I'm like, all right, cool. Broke yeah. down. Definitely check that out. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think some other books, The Magic of Thinking Big, I really enjoyed. Um, and I think that's something I kind of struggled with uh, when I grew up, right? I, I, was, I was more of an introvert with my family and, like, social anxiety because I had a stutter growing up. Um, mm -hmm. So now it's almost about that, you know, when you're walking out in public or when you're about to deliver a speech or when you're talking, just act big, right? Like, you're bigger than just yourself. You are this idea. You are the world. Like, you know? So Magic of Thinking Big really has helped me um, form a better mindset. Um, Thinking yeah. Grow Rich, like you said, is, is it's similar. Those two books are so similar um, yeah. in just, terms of manifestation. Like, like when it comes to public speaking, for example, no one knows what you're going to say during that speech. When, like once, once someone told that told me that, it makes it just made so much sense, you know, because yeah. everyone yeah. everyone has social anxiety to some extent. Every single human being does. And yeah. uh, it can be managed. I, I have it. Uh, it can be. It can be managed. Very. You know. It takes work, though. It takes work. You have to, you have to learn about the mind, and you have to, to you know figure out why you think certain ways. Because a lot of these, um, you know, a lot of the insecurities we have come from when we were very young, and you can't. It's hard to pinpoint the exact moment where that insecurity came into play. You know, like maybe someone told you. Uh, you couldn't speak well as it's like eight years old or something, but you don't remember all that stuff from when you're a little kid. So it's it's hard. You have to find the root of those things to correct them because they're deep. That's they're so deep true. Subconscious. It's so true. It's it's a, what we tell ourselves when we're younger, and like the power of belief, right? So the opposite even can happen. Is if you believe in yourself that you are someone, but you actually aren't that person, but you identify with who you want to be that can change the whole trajectory of your life and i actually have a instagram post coming out on that uh within either this week or next week um and how my life yeah. kind of changed in terms of instagram and stuff just by someone telling me like oh you're good at this uh, which i had no idea yeah. so 100 percent, 100 percent agree with that cool any other questions on here fatima thank you for that question started a started a good discussion um I can feel my IQ rising. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw that. my That's my roommate from college. I got him into oh. uh, personal development. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's what it's about. It's all about your, know. you know, just that soaking in the knowledge and being yeah, we, we all, we all got We all got into it. We all still share books together. We had a, yeah, we had a great, my house was great. <laughs> yeah, That's five amazing. of us, and yeah, we had a blast. Yeah. And, uh, we all, yeah, we are still, still in touch. Uh, we recommend books to each other. We talk about business ideas. I manage some of their investments, and uh, yeah, it's, that's that's what it's all about is is helping other people become better and that's helping so, that, them help you. Yeah. It's, it's the power yeah. of multiple minds. You know, it's it's, it's exponential growth. Synergy, it's yeah. Opposed to just one mind. Right, <laughs> and that's that's ideal. I mean, college and. Finding, you know, your social network that to be that positive and that great. Um, yeah, that, that's incredible. I mean, 
I did not have the best friend group in college. Um, I did in high school, yes. college, went downhill. It affected me completely. And then I saw how close-knit my fiance was to her friends. Um, mm -hmm. And I was just like, wow, like this really does affect you. And so I upgraded my social network yeah. um, after graduating. And it's made a world of a difference. I mean, the podcast was yeah. kind of inspired by one of my buddies back in the day. We talked about five years ago. And he's like, you know, you should really have a podcast. Pulled the trigger and I said, why not, right? You got to start somewhere. Um, so... Yeah, it's all about all yeah. about your social network and growing the average of five people. I agree. I agree huge on that because I, I've had to cut a lot of people out of my my social network too. Just people, just negative people, and just bad influences. Like you, you, you got to cut those people off. You can't you can't keep them around. They're they're vampires that drain your energy, and they just they, they don't care about you. They just they, they want to see themselves do better than other people. So I, I think it's just, yes, I mean, it's just the, the base, you know, the, the phrase birds of a feather flock together. You know, Ooh, if you're right. hanging out with losers, you can't be a winner. <laughs> so it's, it's, I love that. Yeah. Birds of a feather flock together. You know? I like that. I like that. And that even goes for social media. So every year I do something called spring cleaning. And I'll go through my Instagram. I'll go through all my social media network and I'll just take off the accounts or people or whoever that aren't adding any value to my life, right? Yeah. And um, that's why I have such a low follower account is I, I, I strictly keep it so that when I go on social media, I'm inspired, I'm motivated, or I get off of it so I can go create some value or do something. Um, so it doesn't yeah. only just go for real life, it also goes for social media, especially in this quarantine oh, world yeah. where there's a lot of mental health and we're going and yeah, we're envious and how's this person in Mexico? Well, they're not in Mexico, it's, it's COVID, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's, that's so important too because everyone spends so much time on social media and, and it, it stresses people out like you, you have to have a feed that's full of positivity you just you have to absolutely it's so important absolutely. yep all right well ryan i think you know we're, we're running out of time here but dude thank you so much for coming on um i think the audience is gonna you know be impacted in such a positive way. Hopefully, uh, the listeners on here, you guys take advantage of what we talked about, especially what Ryan brought up, and start to just add value to your life a little bit here and there, a daily routine, meditation, fitness, diet, money, the books you're reading. Um, just keep it going, keep persevering. Um, Ryan added a lot of great value, and uh, dude, I'll definitely have to have you on here for a part two, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, more specific, yeah, one, so. one more book recommendation, the, the compound yeah. effect. Like, compound effect, I've heard of that, okay. Yeah. That one's, that one's really, that one's great. It's just, you know, doing the right things every day compounds into exponentially massive results, but as does doing the wrong things every day. So you got to make sure that, you know, you live in the present moment, ask yourself, is, is what I'm doing right now conducive to, to where I want to be? Mm. And, you know, that, that daily um, compounding just, it just explodes everything. And that's, very true. Yeah, that's a really very, very easy read. Very good book. I highly recommend that one. Awesome. Oh, and last thing, where can people find you? Uh, find me on Instagram at Ryan Alling, uh, Facebook. I have, I have a couple different social media things. Actually, uh, if you go to my Instagram, you can find pretty, pretty much everything. There's a, a link tree of all the different sites. And then a, YouTube should be launching in a month or two. <laughs> so I'll Can't wait get that going <laughs> exciting times man exciting times yeah, yeah so again yep yeah thanks again for coming on man definitely gonna have to have you come on here again for part two um everyone there was the man the myth the legend right alling so yeah. hope you gained something out of it
Yeah, thanks for having me, Darsh. We appreciate it. Absolutely, Ryan. We'll talk soon. All right. Bye. All right, man. Yep. And there you have it, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Optimize Your Life. If you have found this podcast to be helpful and adding value to your day-to-day, then please consider giving it a five-star review. Until next time, stay optimizing.